Sunset cruise makes me wonder if I cross your mind too. Wanna be with me, but what you gon' do? Say you love me, hope you know my heart's bruised. So I got no time for games. Sunset cruise, maybe you should let me take you on a drive. Switching gears, hold on, come and take a dive. Settling for one when you could probably have five. Scared to hear the truth, so you rather hear the lies. And I know. So infectious, I promise that I'll protect us. They're saying that we too young, but that don't mean that we are reckless. I'm giving you my whole soul. Hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 201. Yes, we finally finished up our 200th episode, so it's now back to normal, everyday episodes. Just kidding, everything is great here. So let's get kicking into 201 Madero Interior Solutions. We had Bobby Barco come in and it was great to meet him. He is a very interesting fella. I wanted to get to know him a little bit more and it was cool getting to know his uh, how he started, how he came to be into this interior uh, cabinetry life and just kind of what he does every day to help his customers feel one of a kind. So thank you again to Bobby for coming in and his wife as well for coming in as uh, to kind of back him up and help him along the way too. So let's get into a little bit of our business side. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. There we have two things for you guys to sign up for. One is the newsletter where you'll get everything going on in the community that we've built so far. Every person who comes through our door sends us updates about what they're doing. And we put it on a newsletter for you guys to check it out. It also tells you who's coming up next, what's, uh, what's our past episode, Everything is there for you. It's a nice little uh, weekly reminder on things. Great. Sign up for it. If you would like to get a little bit more personal with us, we do have a blog that Brittany puts together that shows you what's going on in our lives, what we've been doing, and she's working currently on a blog post of our five favorite things. That is a monthly installment of what we like for the month, five different things that we're using in you know, real life, our personal lives and what we like uh, for the month of August. So that being said, go check out the blog on top of which we want you guys to become super fans and help support us. So we do have a place for you guys to go do that. Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. There are different tiers for you guys to sign up for, but always great uh, pieces of content added on to them. And one in particular a rapid fire 50 questions podcast that we call fine examination that you can only catch at patreon.com slash fighting Arizona podcast. So go support us. Uh, last but not least, if you are listening to this on any sort of podcast platform, whether that's Spotify, uh, Apple, iTunes, Google sound play, you know, everything you guys are listening to this to, please like, and subscribe. Let us know what you want to hear next. It just helps us get better. On top of that, it helps the people who come through our doors get heard by everybody they just want to be better at what they do they want to help people um, achieve the goals that they want to achieve and allow their business to do so to help connect with you guys so that being said like subscribe let us know what you guys want and we'll kick this into our next portion of our intro which is the community court board and i'm happy to say that there are more and more events going on because it is getting cooler and cooler but it's a very exciting time the summer months are almost over 
means the fall months are coming in, and that means more events going on around the valley, and I am very excited about that. So let's kick this off. If you would like to send an email to us, send it to findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com. There we will sign you up and then get you started going with these event callouts. So first up into the community cork board would be the Prickly Pear Festival at the market. Uh, If you guys know what this is, I would encourage you guys to go back and check it out because it is a lot of fun. Um, Today from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. over at the Phoenix Public Market, they are celebrating prickly pears all throughout the season and you can get any kind of prickly pears to the situation going on if you just want to eat it whole. There are jams, jellies, uh, there are all sorts of ways to make this and the prickly pear is a big part of Arizona's culture, Arizona's history, and I am very excited for this. That is going on this morning and this afternoon over at the Phoenix Public Market at 721 North Central Avenue. And then next up is the Grand Avenue Festival over in Grand Avenue Historic District. That's going to be taking place November 9th. That's a little bit down the way, but I encourage you guys to go check this out because Grand Avenue is doing so much to its infrastructure and so much to um, the people who work there, the businesses who occupy it, and they are revamping the whole walkway down there um, downtown, and they are amazing i encourage you guys to go check out all the local spots down there there's a pub down there that there's pizza there's everything you can imagine art it is fantastic it's only going to get better and they're going to take a full occupancy of the grand avenue street and you guys need to go check this event out on november 9th that is from 11 a.m to 10 p.m that's going to be on a saturday so next up to our uh, to our community court board and my dear dear friends over at Diggit Gardens, I love this place. They are having they're having a plant swap, which is their fourth installment of this plant swap that's taking place today from two to four p.m. So if you have plants that you want to trade in in exchange for some grade A quality plants, I encourage you guys to go over there, exchange your plants, have a good time. Next up, the Roosevelt Row. First Friday Arts Market. Yes, that's right. First Friday and Roosevelt. It's it's going. It's getting getting more and more hectic because the again the weather is getting better. But I encourage you guys all to go check out First Friday. It's always a good time. So again, these are first Fridays of every month. There are all sorts of arts going down. You can go check out. So the very first one back up is on September 6th. That's Friday from 6 p.m. all night long. And I encourage you guys, these are huge, huge events. These are fun. Go down to Roosevelt Row, downtown Phoenix, and you will have a blast every first Friday of the month. Last but not least, the Phoenix Art Museum is having its family afternoon of August, so meaning that you get in for free from uh, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. The Phoenix Art Market, located on 1625 North Central Avenue, is opening its doors to the public so that you can go and experience the beautiful art that is taking and occupying its walls. And that is the end of our community corkboard. Let's get right into this episode, episode number 201 with Madero Solutions. Let's do this. 
So, guys, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone very special every week, and today is no different. I am very excited to say that Bobby is joining us, and I'm going to let you tell everyone what your business name is and uh, just let them know what we're going to be doing today, talking about. Yeah, so our business is Madera Interior Solutions. Welcome, first off. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is exciting. This is our first podcast, so... It's gonna be fun. Yeah. I, I promise you, it'll be a, it'll be a blast. Uh, so the so how I kick off most of these podcasts is give us a little bit of your origin story, how you got started, and uh, you know just kind of give us the full length feature because I kind of think that this is gonna be a good one from 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 your perspective. Yeah, great. Yeah, no thanks. Um, yeah, so I actually got started in my youth riding horses. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's crazy. Like at thirteen, my dad moved us from Detroit. Oh, wow. To the big city. Yeah. To, <laughs> to here in Arizona. Get out of town, really? Yeah. And, were you, um, so you 13, were you like, because um, essentially that's how my story started. And uh, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. And around like my 12, 13 years, I, I we moved back to the Indian reservation out here. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like horses and being outdoors is like yeah. a big part of my life change. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny because coming from the city, I, I didn't know anything about horses. And get out of here. My yeah. dad had one in college. And so when we moved here, he wanted to get one for the family to kind of bring us all back together after the big move. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> Yeah, it just really took off with me. And uh, awesome. So from the age of fourteen um, into my mid twenties, I traveled all over the country and even out of the country, yeah. training, learning how to be a horse trainer. Wow. And that was my passion. You know, working sixteen, eighteen hours a day. Um, that's actually how I met my wife. Aw, uh, what like? How did you guys? Uh, were you a writer? Were you? Yeah, I I, um, I showed horses. Uh huh. And um, yeah, Bobby was working for one of the top trainers out there and my horse wound yeah. up being in training with him oh awesome and actually bobby was actually riding my horse the whole time behind the scenes and yeah. i never knew <laughs> we met at this big competition yeah that happens every year in yeah. scottsdale that's yeah. so crazy that is freaking awesome yeah <laughs> can i ask what type of horse it was or horses that you trained yeah so i did um quarter horses okay yeah. um and the discipline was called reining okay yeah um, and yeah, I mean, I just, I spent my whole youth and into my twenties trying to be the best that I could be at that. It was a really good way to spend my earlier um, years. I learned a lot about being humble. Yeah. I, I learned, um, you know, most of what I know about work ethic doing that. It was, it was a lot of hard work and dedication. Yeah. I can imagine like, you know, it's an animal. It's something that, you know, it's like it's going to buck back. Yeah. You gotta, have, <laughs> you, you gotta learn patience for yeah, sure. And, for sure. And how to be humble. And so that was great for all that. Like, in my mid-20s, like right after I met Ariel, um, I started to kind of look at my life like where I was going in the future. Okay. And that was the first time in my life I'd ever done that. You know, I kind of took a real hard look at what was my future going to look like. Okay. And um, that was the first time that I ever thought about that. And when I looked at my peers and I looked at all my mentors within the industry, yeah. um, horse training is really a business um, that's supported by people who have hobbies, that can afford to have a hobby. Yeah. And um, I thought, do I always want to be in an industry that's supported by people who can afford to have a hobby? Or do I want to go do something with my life where I can afford to have a hobby one day? <laughs> like and, um, and, you know, I, I, like I said, I had met my wife and um, I was like, you know, what kind of lifestyle do I want to provide for my family? What, what kind yeah. of legacy do I want to leave behind? And for sure. once I, once I was, um, you know, honest with myself enough to answer that question. What do I really want my future to look like? Yeah. You know, do I want to take control of it? Do I want to just continue doing what comes naturally to me? What, you know, 
what I've always been doing or yeah. do I want to, you know, kind of pivot and go do, you know, take some chances now in my mid twenties and, you know, try to create my own destiny. Absolutely. And from that moment on, it was a no brainer. I, I stopped, you know, training horses immediately. I got out in the industry and yeah, and that was where it all started. So can, can I ask what in that time, like, was it a certain timeline or a time span? Was it like when you guys first started dating or was that kind of like when you were thinking about proposing? You know what? It was, it was, um, it was shortly after, you know, like right around the time that I met her, I'd already been kind of thinking, you know, like, you know, um, it's kind of funny how things work in life. You know, she came along just at the time where I was kind of thinking like, what do I want my, want my future to look like? And yeah. then she came in and she was just a shining light in my life. Oh, um, so, that's really great. You know, I started to think about things a little bit differently and, and, um, yeah, like I said, that's kind of where it all changed for me. And, and once I had made that decision, once, like I said, once I was mature enough to think like, mm-hmm. Hey, there's a future here, you know, this isn't always about just, you know, being a kid and going from state to state, you know, finding yeah. work where I can. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I wanted to build a future and, you know, work for myself. Yeah. So, so now you've, um, what was like the very first instance of like your very first install job? Because I know that that, that transition of moving out of one position to another can be a little bit scary. Yeah. And it's that first, I believe it's always that first aha moment that kind of gets people right. into just like, yeah. I can do this. What was that for you? Yeah. I mean, I love hearing about how other entrepreneurs get started. You know, and, and I've, I've heard, you know, a bunch of stories out there of um, entrepreneurs. Mine was a little bit different. You know, yeah. when I left the horses, I wasn't a 100% sure okay. on what my future was going to look like. I, I didn't, a lot of entrepreneurs get started. They have a passion, yeah. whether it be baking or whatever it is. And then that, that turns into them owning their own company. Yeah. For me, I just had a passion for being an entrepreneur. That's what I knew I wanted to do. Okay. I knew I wanted to work for myself. Yeah. I knew I wanted to contribute to, you know, my community and um, so that's where it started. And so in the beginning, when I first left the horses, it wasn't all clear. You know, it was kind of murky for a while. I I, I painted houses. Okay. I framed houses in the summer in, in Arizona. <laughs> I can't imagine. I've done that before. And yeah. That's that's not yeah. that's not easy. That didn't last only. That only lasted one summer. <laughs> one summer. And that's yeah. all you need. That and roofing are yep. the two things that like once you've done it once for a summer, it's you're in Phoenix, especially you're you're kind of done. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, in, you know, that winter I hung Christmas tree lights for people. I mean, I was just doing whatever I could, you know, and, and, um, around that time, you know, I always kind of believe that whatever you're doing, if you give it a hundred percent, if you get everything you have, whether it's, you know, when I was competing, you know, winning, you know, it was, it was prestige. It was winning, winning championships and competing and, um, you know, painting houses and that isn't that glamorous, but I gave it a hundred percent. Everything I do, I gave it a hundred percent. When I was hanging Christmas tree lights, those were the best Christmas tree lights in, in the neighborhood. <laughs> and when you do that, when you always give everything you do a hundred percent, good things tend to come your way or opportunities come to tend, you know, come yeah, your way. Absolutely. And, um, right around that time, you know, someone that I knew approached me, they were going to start a company doing cabinets. Okay. And then he needed some help. They needed a sales guy. Nice. And, um, so I stepped up to the plate. It was something I didn't know anything about. Um, and worked for him for a couple of years. And just in that time, you know, I just really grew a passion for the real estate community, everything that was going on there, yeah. um, house flips, um, new development, um, all of it I loved. And just working with those customers and helping them, like you said, do the installs. You know, it's more than that. It's designing it. You know, yeah. you do design and what you do. And just from like the ground floor, like before there's even a building, looking at the plans and helping someone kind of imagine what their kitchen's going to look like. Absolutely. And helping those customers through that time. That's what really kind of, you know, um, sucked my teeth into it. And I went, I went and started my own company. Nice. So, 
So I got a couple of questions that like are just like boiling over uh, for me. Uh, one of the ones that I want to ask you is, what was where does the name come from? Where, Madeira. Yeah, it's funny, you know, like um, like I told you, I, I had a passion for having my own company, and you know, so I always would dream about, you know, what would I name it? You know, what what's it gonna be? And yeah. and like I said in the beginning, it wasn't clear. I didn't even know what industry it was gonna be, and I just <laughs> yeah. knew it was gonna happen. And um, so when we start, so when I started this company. I actually had a few partners and, you know, I've heard from other entrepreneurs, you know, don't put that much into the name, come up with something that you like and go with it. But, you know, the most important thing is that you get to work, you know, you know, starting your company and, um, Madeira just came out and, um, one of the meetings that we were having, it actually means wood in Spanish. Okay. Nice. And, um, it just, it just rolled off the tongue. It just felt right. It sounded right. And we just went with it. So, okay. Yeah. So Madeira Interior Solutions. That's that's how we got started. Yeah, so. I, that's really cool. Like I, I really enjoy that that you you took advice and you're like, I'm not gonna hold on to something. Like I'm not gonna uh, get per- paralysis yeah. from the name. I'm just gonna go and run with yeah. this. And that's that's really good. That's a good decision on your end. Yeah. Was there? What was you like? Because you did say that you learned basically from this other guy yeah you know what was the biggest learning lesson from that from that company you know it was just getting my my feet wet really you know like i said it was new for me i I didn't know you know i had to learn how to do kitchen designs like i said you know go go into someone's home take measurements um kind of help them visualize what their kitchen would look like if they were to invest in their kitchen and change the cabinetry out and um and the cool thing about you know kitchen designs is you know, that's kind of the foundation for everything that happens in the kitchen. You know, what appliances you buy, the countertops, yep. you know, the, the, it's kind of like the footprint for everything that happens. So it's a lot of fun. You know, you're doing more than just helping customers realize what their cabinets are going to be. You're helping them kind of really map out their entire kitchen, yeah. you know, and, and so just, you know, learning how to do the designs, learning how to, you know, the lingo, you yeah. know, just, just <laughs> kind of getting in there. And like I said, you know, it was quickly that I, I really grew a love for it and just, you know, just kind of totally immersed myself in the construction and real estate community. That's so, awesome. Yeah. What year did the business come out? Because I can now, like, I'm thinking back in my head, you know, before 08, like, Phoenix is booming. Like, you are just cranking out home after home, construction's blasting off. There's all sorts of things going down. And then, you know, the turn happens. Yep. Was the were you after that or what, what year? <clears throat> well, we started Madeira in 2016. Okay, so yeah, we were kind of in the clear. Yeah, um, you know, and the thing about um, yeah, every everybody got affected. I think it was like 2008, 2009. Yep, and then it started to come back. Yeah, um, but yeah, in 2016 is when we opened our doors for business. Nice. Um, What's yeah. your favorite aspect? I guess. What do you like the the build from the beginning where you can, you know, jump in from the get go, or do you yeah. like the flips and kind of like having to, um, take out what was, you know, try to fit in what you can to the space that's available. Yeah. So re- really we, we do everything. Um, and in the beginning for the first two years, we really tried to focus on business to business. Okay. We did a lot of house flips. We did a lot of new homes for like other contractors and home builders. Okay. Um, but here within the last year, um, I bought the company from my partner, so I'm the sole owner now. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. That's that's a big yeah. That's a big testament to yourself and yeah. to like just your work ethic. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. so as soon as I had full control of it, and I kind of took a back seat and said, you know, what do I want this company to look like, and where I get the most enjoyment, and my entire staff, who I have a great staff, um, 
we get our enjoyment out of helping customers. And yeah. so we're really trying to go after more of the retail market now, okay. you know, customers yeah. who really need the help. Yeah. You know, we've found that um, through our experiences that, you know, a home is for most people's the biggest investment you'll make. Sure. Um, yeah. In your entire life. Absolutely. I, I just am like still struggling over the fact that like we got this house to, to even begin with because, you know, I've always lived in apartments and, you know, that was something that I my parents wanted for me is like you should own your own home and just kind of, you know, make sure that you choose something that you are going to love and fit in and grow into because the long term is, you know, I'm. I, I'm Native American, so I, I, this, my tribe's here. Like, I'm not really going anywhere. This is, you know, my home, and so I'm, I'm always um, happy and content with whatever, as long as I'm in the state. Um, but you know, for her, for Brittany, we had to, you know, come together, compromise, yeah. and talk about what the it's things a huge that decision. Yeah, yeah, it's for a huge sure. decision, yeah. and you know, it wasn't easy. But we actually found this and. We've loved it here ever since, and it's just... It wasn't like, too long ago, right? Yeah, it's about a year and a half ago, oh, okay, yeah. so almost two years. Nice. Yeah, we have we love this home. It's, you know, one of the older homes, and it's it's got unique character. The neighborhood's unique. Um, you know, we, you know, we're not anything extra. She All she wanted, really, because she's from San Diego, was a pool. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. There's a whole bunch of pools yeah. all throughout Phoenix. So yeah. that was pretty much it. I just wanted a place where I could go run whether that's near a park or somewhere so i got lucky with the canal (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) no yeah so yeah like what you just said you know it's a stress it can be really stressful yeah um and especially when you decide to make an investment into that property um you know doing something like that isn't cheap Mm -hmm. um you know especially if you're going to be living there and you want it to look like your dream kitchen you're it's a it's a it's a big investment and it's it's a big decision and like you said there's compromise and so what we found through a lot of our um, experience was that it can be a really vulnerable time for a customer. Like they can feel really um, unsure about where to go, you yeah. know, to make sure that they're working with the right company, that this company is going to take care of them, that mm-hmm. they're going to, you know, actually be a company that stands by their word and, and um, does what they say they're going to do. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're just we're, we're trying to be there for customers like that. You know, yeah. we, we're trying to run our company. Um, the way we would want to be treated and Absolutely. just, yeah, just treat it, you know, we're, we're trying to bring the, the personal service back, you know, not nowadays like with, um, with everything kind of being e-commerce, um, the personal service, you know, you either know exactly what you want and you go on the internet and yeah. find it and yeah. the exact color that you want and the exact size that you want, or you need a professional who knows more than you that can educate you and make you feel at ease with the process. And Absolutely, yeah. that's completely where we fall into the picture. You know, starting, not knowing where to start is, you know, for, for you know, um, for me, it's something I do every day. So I know exactly where to start. But for, yeah. if you were to throw me into a kitchen and say, okay, cook for 50 people, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> You're like panicking, like, yeah. ah! <laughs> uh, are you, are you, where does your design element come from? Like for you, where did you pick up that, that piece of like extra like because i mean it's not just cabinets it's so much more than that like it's the interior design element is not easy for everyone where did you pick up that element from for yourself was it through your training and just kind of like diving deep into the world yeah it's funny you say that like you know you learn so much about yourself when when you yeah when you have to bet on yourself you know and and that's what you do when you go into business with for yourself you know um, and I learned a lot about myself. I learned that I had kind of an art side to me, nice. you know, that really enjoyed 
interior design and really enjoyed watching things come together and for me for me like we we've remodeled a house recently too oh wow Um, yeah (laughs) was that easy for you (laughs) i just let him do everything people were always asking me what i wanted for this or that i was like ask bobby (laughs) (laughs) that must have been uh, now now my question is are you happy with what he designed oh yeah oh awesome good So then that's, that's the A plus, that's the A plus, uh, for the homework. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, we've been involved in so many projects. It's fun. It's fun. All of it's fun. You know, it's fun to take a piece of paper with a plan on it and to show, you know, to give a customer, we use a really, um, advanced software program on the computer to kind of give a customer an idea of how it's going to look. Um, and take the measurements from the plans or from a physical, um, property and give them an idea of how their kitchen's going to look and take some of their inspiration and try to you know, try to put their personality and really give customers exactly what they're looking for. And absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's fun to watch a, a piece of paper start to come to life and then see your product go into it and see what you design come to life. Yeah. And it's also really fun to come into an older home, you know, that has some character um, that hasn't had a facelift in a really long time. <laughs> yeah. And to watch that happen and watch walls come down and watch you know, walls get painted and new tile go down and just watch the life come back to the home. And, and to be a part of that is, is a lot of fun. And, you know, that's, that's kind of where we took a turn about a little over a year ago. Now, like I said, we just, we wanted to start offering a, a, um, a service to customers where they could come and get exactly what they wanted, you know, like, um, with not having to settle for like a cheap material or, or, um, a less than um, perfect service yeah. because they had they didn't have it in their budget. We we tried to we try to work with vendors, um, you know that we can create exactly what the customer wants. Like bring their their personal style into it. If you want a one off custom color island, yeah. um, you know a, a a paint color that you saw um, on the internet or something like that. Um, you know, you can bring that to us and we can make that happen on your budget, That's awesome. you know, and, and we can show you where you can save money and what's in, what's important to you. And we can, we can really mold that, um, each individual kitchen around that customer yeah. and around their budget. So let me ask you this. What did you put in your kitchen? Oof. What, what, what top did you put? Let's go with that. We, we did quartz. Okay. That's nice. really popular right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a, what it's, kind of like a smoky or are you like a white? What color? Yeah, it's like white. Okay. You know, it, it almost has like a marble look to it. That's really popular right now. Nice. It has like some veins going through okay, it. And good. Um, and then, yeah, we did, you know, we, we, we kind of went with what's in what's popular right now. Yeah. White, white cabinets. Okay, um, yeah. You know, a lot of people are doing that. And then we did um, like kind of like a slate gray island. Nice. Um, like a slate, like charcoal black, kind of like a matte color. Yeah. That really made those white cabinets pop. Um, nice. And like um and yeah, and then we did, you know, a really a really nice backsplash and stuff yeah. like that. So So we're we're content with um well we're very happy with like the butcher block board that is on the top for our kitchen. I mean it's just something that I've aesthetically have found it very fascinating as far as like it's just the beauty of the grain, the beauty of like the simplicity and the warmth of the wood. It's just for me I've I've never seen any, like for me, I've never seen anything like it before. And I was blown away. I was like, if we do end up like when we do end up redoing the kitchen and it's, it's got to keep that aspect. Yeah. I want to keep at least the butcher block aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, I really think that it makes the house kind of breathe. And the idea that most people come in here, that's the first thing they see is the concrete floors because it's just a slab of concrete with a finish on it. 
and the the two elements together i feel like work very well granted i want a different color Brittany wants to keep the color the same way but we'll work around we'll work with that we'll see what happens <laughs> i'll help you guys i'll come over and help you guys. <laughs> we, um. we appreciate that bobby um so here's here's my next uh question uh one of the things that i find very um kind of the challenging part is can you know making sure that your customer is you know asking them every little detailed question of like do you want this do you want that how do you guys circumvent that challenge of like honing in on what your customer needs yeah i mean um versus what they want <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i mean you know it's it is a lot of um experience you know okay, yeah. making mistakes or having projects not go perfect and mm-hmm. Um, I think it, if you, it, what we, what we try to do every single day, um, is always put customer service first Yeah. before profit, before anything else. If you always put service in the customer first, things will go well. Good. And you know, we, we learn from our mistakes. You know, you have to be humble. You have to see what doesn't work Yeah. and you have to, communication is key, just like what you were just talking about. Absolutely. And so we, we know what questions to ask through um, you know, just experience and we make sure to ask those questions and, awesome. and, um, you know, we, we've set up a lot of systems in place to make sure that we're always the first ones reaching out to a customer. Yeah. You know, that's what I always tell my staff every day is make sure that we are seeing problems before they happen Good. and fixing them. Good. I want you to be calling the customer at, you know, at nine o'clock in the morning, first thing when we wake up and saying, Hey, here's the situation. Here's how we're going to fix it for you. And don't worry about it. Before, or nice. even fixing it without, you know, them even having to know about it. You know, yeah. our job is to make this a positive experience, you know, and, and you know, kind of going through life, remodeling a house for myself, you know, as you move through life and you buy things, you know, you kind of pay attention to what you want as a consumer as well. Yeah. You know, what's important to you. And that's really important to keep in mind for your customers. You know, like what, what makes you feel good about purchasing something? Yeah. What makes you feel good about handing over a large sum of money to somebody and, and hoping that you get what you want? Yeah. And it's, you can tell by the way people take care of you, you know, and, and um, that the really, treatment. yeah, yeah. That, you know, if they're, if they're putting you first, if you feel like, if you make your customers feel like they're the only customer you have, yeah. like we are just in business for you, yeah. you know, like and that then they're, they're going to be happy. You know, they, they want to feel important because they're spending a lot of money and they should. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they've worked hard for that money and um, we just feel honored that they're choosing to work with us to, to invest into their home. And um, we we treat our customers like we're honored. You yeah. know, that's what we try to do. Yeah. So I like that because honestly, like there, I know from, you know, just being a lot of people, like when they do redo their homes, landscape is probably one of the least concerned aspects of, you know the the home like there people are less concerned about the exterior and you know landscape in general just because it's something that they always feel they can do themselves or on top of that they feel like it's not worth the time or effort yeah they're not living in the front yard yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) and so you know this is the the crux of being a designer you have to show the importance you have to show the show your value show your value yep What's one thing that people don't understand about your job or don't understand about your process that you would like them to know? Yeah, you know, um, again, um, we always try to go back with what, um, you know, what every customer's individual. Like, you know, it was funny, like hearing you talk about the butcher block top, you know, like just picking up on those little things when customers are saying them, you know, yeah. and, and being able to apply those and um you know and and make each individual job for the customer but 
you know, as far as the processes go, I, I try to, um, you know, I just try to let some of the design stuff can be overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and so, and a lot of it takes a lot of time to do. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, like I said, just listening to your customers and, yeah, and, you know, giving them what they're asking for and really, you know, letting them know that you, that they have your attention and they can tell you and, you know, talk to you about anything. So yeah, for sure. Um, one of the, one of the things I want to like get into, because I think it's always fun for me to watch these shows. Like, do you watch HGTV and like, do you get into it at all? Like, or is that just something for you? Like, oh man, that's more work. I don't need to watch that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think it's more for my wife and my kids that probably don't do that, you (laughs) know, because, um, you know, I, 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 I live my bit, my company, yeah. you know, and so does my family. You know, my wife, my wife is there. The kids are there. We have two kids, nice. um, yeah. a four month old and a four year old. Oh man. Yeah. 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 You guys are busy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're full on all the time. So, you know, I, I, we don't really get too much of an opportunity to sit down and watch those shows. But, um, like I said, you know, when I'm at home, I try to spend that time with my family so they know that they're important as well. But, yeah. um, but you know, my wife, my wife will watch some of those shows every once in a while. I find them fascinating. You know, it's just because I love it so much. Yeah. You know, and you find yourself like saying, "Oh, I would have done that," or "I would, I would have yeah, done, done that." Yeah, I would have. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with you because I'm, I'm like that. I like, oh, I love watching um, uh, this old house. Like, I this is one. <laughs> that's one of my jams. Like, I don't know why. I just. I dive deep into it and I just like sit there and watch it completely from front to back. And Brittany just rolls her eyes at me. I'm like, I'm learning though. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, now that you brought up your family, I want to know about your support system and kind of how, how hard it, you know, what are some of the, what are some of the things that you do to keep balance of work life? Cause I think that that's something for every entrepreneur as they start to develop and get bigger. And as they start to dive deeper into what they do, they understand that the, you can't just be in work mode all the time. You have to find a balance of retreatment and uh, recharge your batteries, so to speak. So what do you do to do so? And you know, how do you guys keep the family family time? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's really important. And just like while I was talking to you about experience, you yeah. know, it's it's experience you know i i actually you know would like to think that i get better at it over time you know when i first um started um my company i probably didn't give as much time as i uh, you know i i was just all in you know if i was at home i was working if i was at work i was working you know some there's sometimes where i even have trouble sleeping because i'm thinking about you know um did we do the best that we could do today or you know can i be doing something right now to to help a customer to help the company but yeah i mean over time you know you start to realize um, you know, my wife made a lot of sacrifices for me as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I really look at why I'm doing this, um, besides trying to, you know, add value to my community and, and, um, you know, have a successful company is I'm doing this to, to, um, to provide a good life for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I want my kids to see that, you know, um, they can choose their own destiny. They yeah. can, they can take chances. They can take risk. Um, you know, you only get to do this one time, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, so, over time, I feel like I've, you know, you, you always come back to kind of the reason why you're doing everything. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for my wife and for my kids because they've, you know, especially my wife, you know, she's been there for me when I was hanging Christmas lights. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Yeah. Uh, when, when the future didn't look uh, that, <laughs> that as, sunny. Yeah. As bright and lit, lit as, it, as it would be. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, what, what's what's amazing and, you know, I don't even know that I could have been this awesome or this this gracious is, you know, she never she never doubted it. You know, she was always the one there that was saying, you know, he's 
you know, hanging Christmas tree lights, but he's, he's the best. He's going to yeah. make it. Like, I don't even question it, you know? And That's so great. when I was questioning myself, she, you know, she was the one who was, was the rock. pushing me forward. Yeah. yeah. So. I want to know because I'm, I'm not a father and I'm, I'm, you know, we are going to get married on October. We, you know, some, one of the aspects as congratulations, I, by the way, thank you very much. Uh, one of the aspects that I'm trying to gain from every father who comes through the store is what are some of the things that you learned, not only as an entrepreneur while being a father, but as just a father in general? Yeah, I love being a dad. You know, I mean, if you would have if you would have grabbed a hold of me when I was 24 and said, <laughs> you're going to own a cabinetry company and you're going to have two kids by the time you're 31, I would have told you that you're crazy. But, you know, I mean, my my wife and my kids are everything to me. You know, my, my daughter's four years old and my son, he's just four months old. But, yeah. you know, again, they're the, they're, the, they're the fuel to my fire. You know, when I get yeah. home at night and I've had a crazy day and, um, you know, I, all I have to do is, is, you know, your daughter comes running up to you and, you know, you're just everything to her and she's so happy to see you. It kind of takes you out of that headspace, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, I just I learn something new every day. And, and I think if you're just constantly learning and, you know, again, like coming back to where I started off, if you're always giving if you're always trying to give 100 percent to everything you're doing. So when I'm at home, I'm trying to be 100 yeah, percent the yeah. best father I can be, 100 yeah. percent the best husband I can be. Not always are you going to be that, you know, but if you're trying, you're going to learn from the mistakes you made yesterday and be better today. And yeah. um, I don't I don't want to sound, you know, come across <laughs> like I'm some kind of father expert, you know, but um, as I, you know, I think just being there for them when you're home, you know, and, and, and giving them the attention that they need. And um, I just, hear that all the time. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I'm going to take away from, you know, everyone who comes to the store is that, you know, the the fatherhood aspect is is vital for you know entrepreneurship because it does take you out of that space for a little bit and you like you said you learn so much from you know it's kind of like um for me i've always looked at it as like you're looking back in time you're looking at someone or something that looks exactly like you in in different ways and you're learning from oh man this is how i was when i was a little kid this all like the connections all make sense now yeah and that's something that i i I find very like i look forward to that moment because that is something that i've kind of taken away from every person who comes through the who's been a father is that they their kids have been not only the the fire the fuel to the fire but they've always been the one way the encouragement and one way the, the the creative fuel because and you never think about it. The moments that you spend with your kids in some aspect, you're learning something about oh, yeah. you, them and yourself. Absolutely. It's just really funny. It's like yeah. a funny thing that like comes up all the time. You know, my natural instinct and, and you know, is always, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of um, obsessed a little bit when it comes to work and doing the best job I can for, you know, myself, for my family, for my my staff, for my my customers. But, you know every once in a while you just have to remind yourself why you're doing everything and sometimes you know my daughter will come up to me and say daddy you know don't you want to play with me or can I sit in your lap and (laughs) you know sometimes you just want to say not right now I'm working you know but you know you just have to kind of shake your head and say you know what no what you're doing isn't you know more important than you know she wants you know can I can't remember the last time I wanted to just go play you know and, <laughs> yeah. and that's so innocent and awesome it's so beautiful yeah too. It's, it's amazing you know and I love that so just just taking the time to say you know what I can put I can put get off my computer or put this yeah put this pencil down for an hour until she goes to sleep and, yeah. and be what she needs me to be so. and I I, th- I fully believe in that moment of like you know that uh 
when your when your own child looks at you and like let's play or let's do something that you know you haven't done in such a long time as men we just like i don't know what it is we always revert back to like i can't even remember the last time i did this or you know it's like one exactly. of those things like because as we, we i i don't know whether it's the the times or you know we get lost in what we do it's it's just the kids always help us stop remember and cherish 100 percent. so i I'm, I'm fully on board and you have a daughter first which always <laughs> is like a fun thing to find out because having the daughter first is kind of like wow yeah. like it's so, i'm i'm scared too <laughs> like if she has a daughter if we have a daughter first we're just like i'm like i've only ever had a brother uh, i've only ever had like males in my yeah. life so having a female dude like a girl is just like it's gonna be a whirlwind because one of my buddies just got his first daughter and i was like are you ready he's like no i've uh, only had brothers <laughs> i've never had a sister i i don't know what to do i'm freaking out but he loves it's crazy so how natural it comes though you know what i yeah. mean like it was the, it was probably the best thing for me that i had a i had a daughter first because you know, being self-made or being an entrepreneur, sometimes you kind of have to, you know, you have to wear a tough exterior, mm-hmm. um, even though everybody is, is um, you know, inside, but, you know, you you uh, have all these feelings and stuff, but, you know, you always kind of have to wear a tough exterior, yeah. you know, sometimes when you're doing business or, you know, yeah. you, you have to put on the face that you want to, but um, with her, she kind of, you know, just soft, you know, you can't help but just get softened up, you yeah. know. When that you, vulnerability. When you, yeah. 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 I love that. Yep. And and that's something that, like, I think every person can can definitely, as a parent, can attest to. Um, and I, I, I am so excited about your, like, support system because I think that that's the main piece of, to you in the Absolutely. story. Absolutely. 100%. Because that aspect is always going to grow and you know as they get older you're going to find yourself more more fulfilled in different categories when they start playing sports or when they start getting curious about their future these types of things help make life i think more positive yeah fun absolutely yeah it it brings a light in you know like like i was saying you know you try to wear this tough exterior but everybody's a kid inside in a certain way and you know just to have them around and have them bring out those parts of you that you haven't seen in a while you know yeah. it, it's a lot of fun so now i'm curious when's the last time you rode a horse you know what it's um i told you that's how me and my wife met um when i first met her um i actually was training one of her horses yeah and the last time that i stepped foot on a horse was in tulsa oklahoma okay and i was riding her horse in um the national horse show yeah and we won nice and i walked out of the arena and um, someone came up to us and wanted to buy him, and we sold him right there on the spot. So we went home without a horse and some red roses and a championship, and that was the last time I rode. So crazy, yeah, that is insane. That that was the last time. Yeah, was that yeah. your last time too? Um, we actually have another horse of mine and a pony. Okay. They're in our backyard now. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. yeah. So- what part of town do you guys live in? We live in Avondale. Oh, okay, so yeah. you, you got some open West space. Valley, yeah. We have yeah. like an acre over there. You know, nice. Kind of like what I was talking about before. Like You like this house because it had character. That's the same reason why we like this other house. I had some land for our animals and it had character. And we just went in there and got to kind of bring it back to life and do everything we wanted to do. I love that. Yeah. That is definitely, you know, I... I totally am the kind of person like if I can if it's older I can do you know create it's essentially it's a blank canvas for me granted there are some rough edges but you know that's the beauty of it yeah. if you 
make something beautiful from you know something that's already been i have always found it it's just something about it it's like yours yeah it is completely yours yep. now and that's i've found myself even more loving in love with this home and as it you know we start to notice the little details and things here and there i've started to like okay i'm gonna keep this i'm gonna take this yeah. out i'm gonna keep this and take this out yeah. <laughs> so yeah definitely um agree with you on that is there for you um a way to kind of uh at the end of the day look at what you did and feel accomplished like how do you kind of like track your success yeah it's funny you say that because I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself i think a lot of entrepreneurs are yeah um, i'm my i'm my worst critic for sure you know i'll be the harshest um, person. i'll be the toughest person on myself there's yeah. nothing anybody could ever tell me that i haven't already thought yeah. um about myself but you know I, I think there has to be a limit to that and again it comes back to the support system mm-hmm. you know my wife has always been that person where i'll be getting down on myself or you know i'll have so much positivity going down and i made you know, one thing didn't go perfect with a customer or I look back at a job and go, man, I could have made that better. Or, yeah. you know, just, just one thing will kind of throw you off your game and you'll make it, you know, you'll make a mountain out of it, you know, a and, molehill yeah. and hill. And, you know, she's the one that kind of reminds me like, hey, like the reason why you went out on your own and the reason why you're working so hard is to create a better life. Look around you. You know, that's yeah. what you've done. And, Enjoy you know, be that. Gra- yeah, be grateful for where we're at right now. And um, and yeah, so that's good. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine that that's the hard the hard part is acceptance because you know you're still your harshest critic in the back yep. of your mind but you know having a loved one just like look you got something don't don't lose track of right. don't lose foresight of that and so I it means so much to me that you have someone so supportive next to you and that's going to be there to help you realize that you are doing a great service to hold the whole community and if there's anything that I can do to help you guys out, I would love to like work with you guys on something else, whether it's no, a promotion yeah. or whatever it may be. Because I, I honestly believe that you are someone that everyone needs to come to for their interiors because I've never met anyone like you. I've never met oh, well, anyone thanks, who's like that passionate and your story is incredible. Oh, too. thanks, man. I really I appreciate that. that. Yeah. I, I think that's really fun. Um, now I want to know just a little bit about like um, your future, what you hope to transition to or what your um, goals are for the overall business um, success. What, what does that in the future look like? Yeah. Again, you know, it's, it's keeping your eye on, on what, where you've, where you've come from, you know, and when I, when I first purchased this company from um, my partners a year ago, you know, we really just took a backseat. We completely remarketed ourselves you know, we completely redid our website. Nice. Um, and we just we wanted to get, we wanted to tell a story. We wanted to you know spread that message out there. What we were actually trying to do. Yeah. And so when when you're your worst critic, you you t- at the end of the day, like you were saying, you kind of tend to look at all the things you didn't do perfect. Yeah. Instead of looking at all the things that are going well. Sure. And um, you know, but when I look at where we've come from a year ago, all the things that I had envisioned for my company to be, what we wanted to stand for, our story. Um, you know, what, what I wanted my team to look like, what, what I wanted, the, the types of projects I wanted to be involved with. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when I, when I look on Google and see 24 five-star reviews, you know, happy customers who, who I can, you know, drive through the Valley and say, yeah, we, we did that person's kitchen. We did that Never. person's kitchen. And, yeah. um, you know, when I look at that, you know, that's what inspires me to continue to going. So I try to set short-term goals. Okay. So within this next year, we, we just want to um, be involved in more projects, helping other people. And, nice. um, 
you know, we, we just want to kind of further, you know, that's why we're here. We just want to tell our story a little bit more and get it out there and um, not only kind of set the standard for ourselves as a company, mm-hmm. but for everyone in our industry. You know, let's let's put the customer first. Yeah. Um, let's, you know, let's make sure we're doing the right thing by our customers because without the customers, we're, we don't have, we don't, we're not in business, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, short, short-term goals is just to con- kind of continue spreading the, the story and spreading our message out there and just be involved in as many um, happy kitchens as we can. So. Absolutely. Um, have you ever, have you gotten to the point where you're helping um, nonprofits at all? Or like, cause I think you would be a perfect fit for Habitat for Humanity. Oh yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I think yeah. that's something down the road if you ever think about wanting to do that. I think that that's something, cause there's a big, I from my experience, I've met a couple of the Habitat people and they, they're very nice. And oh, you cool. know, just overall, like they're in, I think that your fit the way that you guys will want to work and yeah. and hopefully as you grow and succeed, I think that that's an easy transition to kind of involve yourself in We'd the community. We'd love to be involved in that'd, something that'd like that. Fun. Yeah, it would be. I think that'd be a cool idea. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love to give everyone one pitch idea that they might, because it just, I mean, again, my curiosity So is, I'll do the kitchen and you'll do the front yards? Exactly. There we go. <laughs> I, You know, that's how my brain works. I want... I want you to succeed so much that I'm going to just throw out ideas that I'm just like, it may work. It may not work. What you do with it, with what you please. Well, that's so that's what's so great about an idea is, you know, not all of them are going to work, but if you don't get them out there, you never know which one is going to work. Exactly. You know? so. What, uh, what was that moment when you first said that this is going to be a business like for you? Was that just like a, a rush or was that like, a sigh of relief that like, Oh, I have this business and I know it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, again, you know, I, I'm always just kind of looking forward. So every once in a while I have to stop and smell the roses, you know, okay. but I'm always looking at what's next. I'm always looking about how we can be better today. Okay. So, you know, more often than not, you know, it, it you know, um, there, there should be more sighs of relief, uh, you know, there yeah. should be, but I'm always, we're always just trying to constantly improve. Okay. Um, you know, so, um, every day we're just trying to be better than we were yesterday, last month, last year. Um, so yeah, when, when I sit here with you and have a conversation and I look back to 2016, when we started, we're an entirely different company. Yeah. Um, and even from when we, when, from a year ago, when we started rebranding ourselves, we're a completely different company yeah. and it is fun, you know, and it's also kind of scary because, you know, it's, it's my story. It's my message that I want to get out there. And, you know, my entire staff, my wife, they have to believe in that idea, yeah. you know? And so sometimes you're like, well, I hope this works, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but, but yeah, it is working and because our customers are happy mm-hmm. and, you know, we're, we're doing great work out there and, and, um, I, I just hope it leads to more happy customers and more beautiful designs. So the rebrand and what you guys had to do this past year, was that challenging for you to try and trend like, marketing wise was that what was that like it was exciting for me because it was new you know i I, that was something that we hadn't done with this company we we really haven't had never done any marketing or advertisement yeah you know most of the business that we got was word of mouth you know because we were only really doing business to business so one contractor tells another hey this is a good guy to use um and we've always been good you know we've, we've we've had great sales we've been um, we've, you know, we've always, you know, been, um, you know, good in that way, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was fun for me because again, coming back to that art side of me, yeah. you know, to, to take, uh, you know, the website and, you know, really I had a vision for what I wanted to look like. I knew what story I wanted to tell my customers. I wanted them to come to our website and instantly see, 
you know, what this company is all about. Yeah. So trying to kind of put that from my brain, you know, out there to where a consumer will instantly kind of know who we are and what we do. Yeah. It was challenging, but a good challenge. You know, I learned good. so much about that aspect of the company that I had, I had no experience with. And, you know, now we are doing advertisement. We're getting ourselves out there, like coming yeah. and talking with you. And um, so, you know, it has been stressful at times, but it's been fun, you know, because yeah. it's always, it's the, always the unknown. You, you have all these ideas you put a hundred percent into it. You hope they work, yeah. but you don't know that they're going to work until they don't or, or, or until they do. And so, um, yeah, it's just been a really fun learning experience and just, just incredibly grateful that I have the staff that I do and that, you know, that's good that we're getting the message out there. So I've got two recommendations for you. Okay. Um, the marketing side, we have a friend that, uh, he, he's helped us with videos and stuff, but he also, his business kind of overall does like anything and everything in marketing. Uh, it's called Every Impression Counts. Okay. Uh, but if you want to, you know, transit like have an easy way to like get marketing help tips, he has a podcast called Rise, Grind, and Repeat. Oh yeah, awesome. And I think that that's uh, for from someone of his profession and like his knowledge. I think that that podcast is just the wealth of knowledge of like people come in. He tries to help them with their marketing, whether that's, you know, he's asking direct questions like what what are you doing to market yourself? And so he helps them, you know, kind of like basically how they start a conversation. They kind of run through ideas and he's just someone that I have always felt like is personable and is just a great guy. And just like marketing is hard sometimes because you, you know, you don't know what out what's going to work, what's going to yeah. work out there. And he's done. He's worked with a bunch of other people, but we like using him just because his openness, his ability to, I mean, anyone who has a podcast, you have to be Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll get his information open. from you. Yeah. This is kind of out of my comfort zone a little bit, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. for most people, they, you know, it's, it's very difficult to talk about themselves yeah. or even to talk about their vulnerable business. Like, you know, it's a business, it's your business. And so, you know, we try and do our best to no, really. No, you made it a really positive experience for I, sure. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. that, yeah. man. I, any, again, if we can help you guys out in any way, whether that's, you know, helping you promote or whatever it may be we love to help you guys and we love helping you know our local community so i think we're we'll keep in contact yeah, like, like, likewise you know likewise <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah so uh, i i don't want to miss out on anything so i always kind of ask you know is there something that i missed that you want the audience to know or is there something that you like just had you had a story you want to tell anyone no you know i think you've done a great job you've asked a lot of really good questions and um, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm here cause I want to spread the message, you know, that for, sure. for anybody out there who, you know, wants to redo their kitchen or their bathroom or any part of their house and doesn't know where the first step is, there are companies out there that will help walk you through those steps. Yes. Um, and you know, we're one of them. And if you come to Madeira, um, you know, we'll take the time to educate you. Mm -hmm. Um, and even if customers decide they don't to, to, you know, after going through our processes that they don't. Um, want to purchase products from us. Our design services are so good for getting them started in the right direction and educating them on what's important and kind of building their kitchen around their budget and yeah. around what they want to accomplish there, what they want it to look like. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, it's always a good place to start with, you know, with the design. But, um, but yeah, we're just, I'm just excited to be here, man. I, I, I appreciate you, you having me. And um, yeah, we just hope everybody checks out MadeiraCabinets.com. So.
Bobby, you are the best. And honestly, you have nothing to worry about. I want you to go home, relax tonight, <laughs> get some sleep, and go hit it tomorrow. But, you know, as for tonight, you've done successful things. And I, if I can give you some encouragement, please continue what you're doing. Um, I If when down the road, when we're ready to do the kitchen, Absolutely. I'll, I'll be I can't giving wait. you a call. Yeah. So um, this is our moment for you to promote yourselves. Again, let them know where they can find you online. If you have any social media handles, if you want to kick it off to your wife, because <laughs> she may know all the social Literally, I, I, I always do that because... You know, like I'm the business, but yeah. Brittany does the uh, blog and our newsletter. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know a lot about it, but you know, it's always fun to kind of like see the dynamic between the two of us. So I, anyways, promote yourself. Please. Yeah. MadeiraCabinets.com. You know, we go there and see projects that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to us. You know, like yeah. I said, even, even if we're not the perfect fit for you, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know where to go. And, um, phone number, yeah, four eight zero six six four zero three four three. That's our showroom. Awesome. Um, Samantha is my showroom manager. Address, um, uh, seven, four, five West baseline. We're over in Mesa. Um, and yeah, sweet 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're the big Madeira sign. You can't miss it. But, um, do but you try, you, you travel that far to, to your home base? Like, yeah, yeah. That's an hour drive plus, like yeah. if, if if on a bad day. We do a lot of driving anyways, <laughs> yeah. though, because we're, we're driving around checking in on customers and, and meeting yeah. new customers and stuff. But yeah, Dude, I'm telling you, podcasts just I do. Binge. Yeah, that's how I found you guys. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. That's really yeah. great. I mean, honestly, like the Rise Grind Repeat is just fantastic. Um, there's a lot of great podcasters around the area. If I can make a suggestion too, we just had Valley 101 from um, AZ Central on here. That's something if you like history about, you know, where you live, yeah. uh, they go like literally their last question that they answered was, um, was why is there no Chinatown in Phoenix? And so <laughs> like they explain what happened throughout the years oh, wow, that's cool. and how the city developed. Yeah. And so, you know, as someone who you know lives here, loves being here, loves the community this podcast is just so much fun and it's from the newspaper. So it, there's not like, they're all journalists. They know oh, what yeah. they're doing. So, Great. um, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of finding Arizona podcast at our website at finding Arizona We do have social media. It's all under finding Arizona podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Last but not least, we do have a Patreon. It is called patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast, where we ask 50 questions of every guest who comes through our door. Bobby will be up next. So go join us and help support us and because supporting us helps support everyone who comes through our door like Bobby and Madero Interiors thank you I appreciate it I appreciate it man let's do this to the next episode Faces all around, matrix with the pills.